The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Hello. What was that? A great question, Megan. What was it? I don't know what I just watched. I do not have the answer to you, and I just want to say that I would like off the ride. (laughs) I... What was that? Atrocious, despicable, awful, everything else, burger, hate it, don't like it. Yeah. I saw a friend of the podcast, uh, Travis, he sent me... Uh, he commented, I went, I hopped on IG Live with our buddy Trista from Barstool. And he was like, when I said 40 burger, I wasn't talking about the defense. And I was like, my guy, I couldn't have framed it up better myself. <laughs> um, despicable. Cowboys obviously took a tough loss to the Cleveland Browns this weekend um putting up 38 points of their own but allowing 49 and that is not the only thing they allowed i mean they pretty much allowed everything if we're being totally honest i was reading a stat and i think i might be a week off in my notes so i'll pull it up but while i'm looking for this um but all in all this cowboys team allowed 509 yards of total offense and 307 of those are rushing and that's without Nick Chubb which Nick Chubb was literally not a part of a majority of that game they made a guy and I have to continuously look his name up and this is not disrespect I just literally the guy Ernest Johnson he, I kid you not, was a fisherman who was fishing for mahi-mahi, as the broadcast pointed out. 
and now he's a running back, which granted he was, he's got good vision. Like this is not like me saying straight up this dude is trash because he's not, but we made this guy who was on the streets damn near look like an all pro. <laughs> like what are we doing? Who is that? I What is happening? 95 yards, he had 13 touches. I mean, he was obviously a factor in the game. It's not terrible to have Kareem Hunt in your backfield as well as your second running back. Um, when Chubb went down, he's pretty good at what he does as well. Um, I mean, even from the get-go, it felt wrong. Like when we had that, when Jarvis Landry is throwing passes to OBJ, touchdown passes to OBJ, it's like they, it was very like Baker Mayfield-esque where he's like planting the flag in AT&T Stadium, like borderline middle fingers in your face, like we run this. The disrespect. Miles Garrett. Disrespected my time today was the defense, so. Yeah, I mean, it was abhorrent to say the least. Miles Garrett, obviously from Arlington, um, and he had quite the homecoming. I mean, that dude is terrifying. I meant this sincere, sincerely. Like, we start, it was very fitting to me that we started out spooky season with playing a game against the Browns because that dude is terrifying. He's freaking crazy. And then lining him up, first of all, starting Terrence Steele at right tackle, I don't know, Mike McCarthy, what you're trying to prove. Like, I don't know, and I really am not trying to be that person that's, like, going after a player and, like, calling out a name because, like, that's not – I, you know, that's not what I want my brand to be. But at the end of the day, I don't think Terrence Steele is ready to face the likes of a Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett is flexible enough to be able to play both sides. So, obviously, when Tyron Smith is in the game, he's going to go ahead and attack the weaker side of that line. But, like, you need to be ready. We saw the weakness previously, and everyone thought he was benched, but I guess we were saved by the bell with a, a food illness that he had, like food poisoning. But that's what that was? That's, that's what it was last week. But oh. this week, there was no excuse. So they finally got their senses and put Brandon Knight in. But, like, again, like, I just, I just felt like, from the start, it was not the type of energy that you go into a game and end up leaving with a win. Yeah, I feel like we started that game and we just kind of traded blows back and forth. Like I knew from the start that our defense was not going to do anything. I was like, well, I guess we're just going to score our way through this. And then we just did it again where we shoot ourselves in the foot with turnovers and fumbles and can't hold on to the ball and they capitalize on it and we're just sitting there like oh I guess we should try to play the game and like put some points on the board and that happens around the fourth quarter yeah I saw I think you and I are both tweeting about it but there's <laughs> the internet is a really sad place Cowboys Twitter is a really sad place when we're when we're losing but it's also very kind of funny <laughs> And there was people talking about, like, I don't know why I watch the first half of Cowboys football games <laughs> at all. 
And then another one, it's like Cowboy Stats, I think. He was like, he was like, all Cowboys football games are the same. And I was like, they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the formula. It's the same. Yeah. Do really dumb things. Fourth quarter, put some points on the board and see if it's enough. Yeah. Today was not. It wasn't. Um, I think a couple, like, let's just start on the offensive side of things for the sake of, you know, me not sitting here and just rambling on how, like, ticked I am about just being where we are. Like, I just, it sucks to be in a position where you feel like you have enough talent to be better and not just better, but, like, significantly better than where you are. Like, the Cowboys should not be one and three. And there was a lot of, and I don't even need to be like, I, 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 I'm, this is, I say this is a joke, but like the Cleveland Browns are three and one. It's like, I wonder when the last time the Cowboys had a losing record and the, the Cleveland Browns had a winning record at the same time. Like it has to be years ago. I bet you RJ knows the answer to that. I know. I thought about asking someone to figure that out because I just felt like it was, a, <laughs> it would be a fun, depressing stat to like retweet. But so if anyone wants to figure that out, that'd be kind of cool. But um, offensively, we know this is – I can't blame the Cowboys' offense. Like, I think that there are times – I I I do these post-game therapy threads that um, I think are really helpful for myself and other people as well, but um, there's people calling for Kellen Moore to stop doing the play calling. I'm not sure if I would go that far yet. Granted, I get it because there have been some pieces and some semblances of, of play calling that – you know, where we thought they would be more creative than they have been. But you saw creativity today. You saw yeah. them go, go for it on fourth down. You saw them, you just, there was, they just, I think that you were starting to see more and more of that. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you can fully expect there to be a massive, massive transformation in your play calling when your play caller is the same guy you had last year. Um, so I, again, I, that's not where I want to focus my energy because I'm not that, I'm not as concerned about that. Um, I'd rather talk about, how about we talk about our freaking guy, uh, Dakota P. So this He's man a monster. is playing lights out. He literally... I, I don't have words. He's now – Dallas Cowboys PR tweeted this out, and we kind of knew he was on track for this. Um, he's now gone over 450 passing yards on the day. Today he did. So we're recording this, obviously, after the game on Sunday. Now he's the first player in NFL history to post over 450 yards in three consecutive games. The previous record was two games that he had, had tied Jameis Winston in um, when he made that – and he tied that record last week. So, you know – there was a point in time like he had like a perfect passer rating and he was just doing, he was just playing lights out that interception at the end of Amari. I can't blame that on, I can't fully put that on Dak. You know, even Amari came out in the post game and was saying, Hey, like that was kind of on me. Like I tried to go and find like a different, uh, like a different, like, like passing window. And I, I kind of flubbed that and, and Dak was trying to get the ball out fast because 
freaking Miles Garrett. Like you have to. And then it's like you think about it. We talk about wanting to play up tempo offense all the time and we're praising them and we think that's good and that's how you have to play. And he's doing well with it. And especially I think you have to play like that when you are facing a defensive line that is as strong as some of these players on the Browns are. Like a Miles Garrett, you give him a couple seconds, you're done though, as we've seen. And so when you have a strength on their end facing what I even hate saying right now is our weakness, some parts of our O-line, you have to get the ball out quick. So I say all that because I just, it's such a shame to me that Dak is playing so well and it's, it's just not reflected in the standings. I mean, speaking of sad but true tweets, uh, at Peak Prescott tweeted, Dak Prescott is having a MVP caliber year. This team is having a top five pick year. And I feel, I feel that in my bones. Someone um, on, the, on the live today was saying like Trevor Lawrence. And I was like, yo, what? Like, no, like I'm good, man. Like Trevor Lawrence is. A That's baller. not my problem. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but it will be my problem. If he, if we don't who's get the done. safety in the, <laughs> who's the best pass rusher? Who's the best safety? Find those guys. Yeah. Um, give me a linebacker. I need linebacker to me feels like a good option. Um, yeah. Yeah. So man, Dak is just killing it and it's fun when it's fun, but it's disappointing that, you know, it's not converting fully into the final scores. And I just don't think it's a strong strategy to rely on your offense to save you from your defense. <laughs> As fun, as fun as that sounds in theory. <laughs> it feels like we need more balance, guys. I don't know. Um, let's talk about Zeke. Um, this is the second week where I feel like he's kind of had some struggles. And he's, you know, he's, he just, to me, I think has had some uncharacteristic, um, you know, fumbles and, and, and flubs that just feel very out of sorts for him. Although I did look at the fumble again, and I don't know, like, that was tough. Like, I, I like it was like this weird position where like he like landed on some dude's helmet, and I'm like, well, how can you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not like he was like going full. Who was it? Demarco Murray that used to do that, where he'd run with, or maybe it was Zeke when he was younger, where he'd run with like one hand, and they were like, bro, you can't do that in this league. And so they literally would make him like carry a ball around practice. I remember that. It was when I worked for the team, so it was around like the 2000 like. 15 era um anyways I just how can are you concerned by that at all like with with his performance lately um not really um I don't like it no but like at the end of the day um Zeke is one of the best running backs in the league and he's going to continue to play at a high level mistakes while I mean, obviously terrible. Like, it's not something I'm – I'm not thinking that we're going to have to get used to seeing this from him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you're right. I think you I hope so too. <laughs> I'm not – I'm just having some faith in my guy, you know? Yeah. I feel like – I just think it's kind of been off. And, like, I, pro- I think it's probably tough too when, you know, when – yeah, I mean, I just think the I just think the uncharacteristic is the best way to describe it, and I'm not wildly concerned. 
obviously it's frustrating. I'm sure he's frustrated too, but I feel like his performance is going to go back to where it normally is and we'll be fine. Um, Tony Pollard, our, I don't know. I, I could so say confusing to me in this game. Like what? I can safely say that I feel like most of Cowboys nation is off the Tony Pollard train. You talked a lot about, I mean, he had like, he, he, last year it felt like he had touches and you were like, oh man, like we need to be using Pollard more. Like this is a secret weapon. Right. And in training camp, we're talking about, you know, how they're going to get creative and how they use him. I would like to remove the idea of us being creative and using him in, in returns. Like I just, I'm out on that. (laughs) I'm good on, I would like to pass on that from now on. Like who, who do we have on? Was it, oh, it was Wes, I think. Wes, was it Wes who came up with it? Wes was talking about maybe having Cedric Wilson back there. And I'm like, hell yeah, that to me makes a lot of sense. Miss me with that CD, narr- CD narrative, like, I don't want it. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm good on putting him. I don't need him on those types of special teams. Like, we saw today where he thrives and, like, let's go ahead and keep him there. Um, so, Tony Pollard, I am surprised at, well, uh, but he did have a touchdown. But still, I just – I don't know. It was just, like, such, a, like, a weird – No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, his play today was so confusing because he looked like absolute, um, you know, not good. And then there was, like, a couple plays where there was, again, those flashes that we all hang on to. I think, well, you're not going to hang on to these. I think they'll be lost um, more so. But there were some, there was like this one play where he uh, like was spinning around and then got the first down. And I was like, that please, more of that. Where has that been? Right. Not consistent. I agree. And I just, I don't know. And I think it says something that the coaching staff was, you know, dedicated to him and saying like, no, we're committed to him in, in, you know, with the return game, but. I just, I don't know, like there was a, he had a play where he just didn't put the Cowboys in good position. And I'm like, man, like, I just, I don't know, like maybe we need to get back to some of the other creative ways we can be using him and, you know, running back by commit. I don't know, but it just feels like this is not it. And I think he can probably feel it too, because he's just not performing at the fullest of his abilities. I don't think. Yeah. There's, there's a disconnect there. I'm not really sure yeah. what it is. But. Um, so let's go more positive too. CD what? got his first touchdown and then what? got another one. Up CD Lamb, the arrival. We've been calling for this since day one. Uh, his first touchdown and second touchdown of his NFL career. Super hype for him on that. That first CD's one. CD's um, literally I was just so freaking excited for him. It, he was ready with that dance, man. First quarter, 43 yard pass from Dak Prescott. Um, what was that again? I'm so, I like, I should know this cause I'm, you know, a millennial, but I've realized more and more that I'm now at the age where like, I'm kind of having some boomerish tendencies. So Someone, but someone tweeted it and they like, they knew the actual, it's, a, it's like a TikTok dance. Like it's a dance. It's a thing. <laughs> Anyways, I, it was nothing short of 
just everything I imagined when I thought about CD's touchdown celebration. So I was very happy for that. He busted that right out. He did. Um, He had another one. Let's see. Fourth quarter with a five yard pass from Dak. So yeah, we saw that. And then pretty soon after is when everything, that was when we were like, oh, we're three points um, and we're going to come back and the Browns are going to pull the Browns and we're going to go ahead and win this. I was texting with the guys from um, the Angry Cleveland Browns podcast that we were on and the, their fans. They're hilarious on Instagram, by the way. If you guys don't follow them, they just, they're very funny. And um, he was like, he sent me a video from this bar they were at. And he was like, Kelsey, I'm telling you, we're up right now. He was telling me this even at the beginning of the fourth quarter when they were still up by like at least 11 points. And he was like, none of us are celebrating. Literally none of us are celebrating because we know how this ends. <laughs> well, you got surprised to it, I guess. And I was like, oh, but don't worry because we're also the Cowboys. And so we can go real cowboy on you too. And uh, we did because I don't know what the F happened at the end of that where we were so close to making this epic comeback. And then whatever nonsense i like i was so confused so my i mean granted watching the broadcast like you get a little more context but i don't really agree with their onside kick call um with when they still had like like four minutes left or like three a little under four minutes right um i just thought that was like a let's give them way more of the field to have to conquer and then try to get the ball back yeah whereas they had like a, sh- a shorter distance and obj was like cool i'm gonna i'm gonna take this ball i'm gonna go run it in the end zone thanks yeah um that was depressing watching that and then he just totally owned jalen smith and i was like oh duh i was like i'm not trying to say that you just like made him I'm just saying there's now a tattoo on him that says property of Odell Beckham Jr. Thank you for saying it in a nicer way that I was. I was like, I don't know how to say it in a nice way because there's nothing nice to say about it. Like, I was embarrassed for him on how that all went down. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. So we're back to being screwed. Like, now we're really done. And then, you know, it was just depressing from there. Um, But all of that to say, I was really pumped for CD. I thought he had a good game. I thought Amari um, had a pretty good game. You know, Gallup was fine. I do wonder if, uh, I don't know, I I do wonder, Gallup just, I don't feel like Gallup has emerged this game. He had a good game uh, with Seattle too, but I don't know. I just, I hope he gets integrated a little bit more. Not targeted much today. I feel like I saw like a lot of heavy heavy coverage on him um, whenever they would spread out wide. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe that was that's kind of why he was quiet today. We did see uh, Noah Brown, which I was uh, happy with. Mm-hmm. Noah Brown. Noah Brown action. Noah had some action. Said had some action. But you know who really had some action who I am very high on right now, Dalton Schultz, guys. The scoring machine. Um, so that is what we will call him from now on because apparently that's what he does. And, y'all, I could not be happier. Tight ends do, duh. I really could not be happier for 
Dalton Schultz. He's, first of all, just the nicest guy. And, I mean, I, I that doesn't matter because he's on the, like, his playing abilities, like, should be what we're talking about the most. But, like, I always just like to cheer for people from, like, the moral victory standpoint. And so, like, that, that helped. But for a guy who literally was a third stringer, like, effing 10 weeks ago, <laughs> you know, like, and, and then you have Blake Jarwin that goes down, and now he's suddenly thrust into the spotlight as your starting tight end. Way to step up and answer the call, my guy. I've just been so impressed by him, and he truly has been a part of this offense. And I'm pumped for him on that. He's answered the call, and he's shown up. I mean, he had another scoring play again today. Like, he is a factor, and you can't, you can't ignore him. And I, honestly, I've just I've only seen him continue to improve in just these last couple of games. And I'm like, you know what? This could be a guy who could genuinely do I dare I go as far as to say he can create a mismatch for us in situ- certain situations. Like it's just another added dimension to this already really, really hefty Cowboys offense. And I ain't mad at it. Oh, I'm so here for I'm here for the tight ends, man. They do it all. Which, uh, speaking of tight ends, <laughs> um, Jason Witten scored a touchdown today. Who's that? Don't know him. Yeah. So he um, he scored a touchdown today, and then and then blocked an extra point. Like what? I need to see that. Like don't know her. Don't know him. Don't miss him at all. It's that, fine. Yeah, we don't know, don't know who that is. We know that ain't true. Um, <laughs> Touchdown is one thing, and I'm, like, pumped for him on that. But I'm, like, I'm looking at Rich Eisen's tweet, and he says he just got a touchdown in, in uh, 2020 for the Raiders and then blocked on the extra – oh, then blocked on the extra point? Does that mean someone else blocked him or did he – no, I don't know. But I was, like – I saw it as, like, he was blocking for someone else. Oh, um, as the, okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. I was, like – that might not be right because I haven't gone and watched it, so no. I have no idea. No, that makes sense. That makes more sense. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking that. So Who you call an old man? Old man? They're like, Jason Witten blocked an extra point. And I was like, uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Like, I was like cackling. I was like, this, this is not. He doesn't have those kind of ups. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I was like, what are you talking about? Like, did you, are, we know the same Jason Witten? Because like, we know he's the God, but like, come on. Uh, okay. So that makes more sense. That's really funny. Um, all right. Well, the highlights, that's kind of where it ends. (laughs) And now for the pain, everything, everything hurts and I am dying. Yeah. I mentioned this already, just the exorbitant amount of offense that we are allowing as a defense, the hot boys, if you think that they're anything more than lukewarm, then you who are the hot boys? You're Don't crazy. know them either. You're just talking about talking about nobody out here. I just I'm a tad beside myself at the state of our defense. And a lot of people I know share that sentiment. Um I don't know and I don't even know what the solution is because I think there's a lot of things at play here. Everyone, I, don't know. I recommend showing up to the game as the first step. That's and a start. 
going from there? I don't know. I mean, everyone talks about like Mike Nolan, like fire Mike Nolan. And, and, but also like, great. I don't think he really has had like the best records in recent years, but also like he's got, he's had, he hasn't had the best personnel, which I can't say that he has the best personnel here either. But like, let's be honest, Alden Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, like, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like these guys like Everson Griffin, you should be able to do something with that. Don Terry Poe, like. Be careful. Don't say Everson Griffin too loudly. He'll hear you. Yeah. Well, I just feel like I'm kind of shocked at the lack of a pass rush that we have. And we've joked about it. But for the guy who, to, for your best player on your, on your defense to be a guy who hasn't played in five years is awesome and he's a freak of nature but it's also concerning (laughs) and nothing about this is good I can't say anything positive about the defense no and I again like Thomas look cool awesome that's it yeah but even like but even it's like I feel like it's relative like Joe Thomas is playing I'm I'm happy for him and I think he's playing well and like he's a silver lining for me but like if I was to put him up against an actual defense I still feel like he, I mean, he wouldn't be a starter. Like, I feel like we're kind of playing with puzzle pieces right now. And it's just, it's like, it's all relative. Like we're all excited about Joe Thomas, but like, I'm not sure that he would be the answer if we were actually better. And Here's my thing is that I'm just going to assume that we're going to lose every single game because of our defense. And then if they surprise me and win, I'll be happy. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. That's how upset they have me. Yeah. They've broken my spirit. Yeah, it's um it's kind of shocking and you know, we don't have an answer on the front end like we're not we're not able really to get to the quarterback that often. Um you know, I don't think DeMarcus Lawrence is playing at full full health and I um and I say that out of respect. Like, I just don't think he is. Like, uh, I just – it's not – He had one play today that was – Yeah, he stopped the run, which is good. But that's, like, kind of all that I saw him. And – That's literally his job, so. I mean, it was once. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just it's, – it's just different from what we're used to. And our, our, our linebackers – we have no answer for when teams go jumbo. None. And I just, I, like I said, I'm kind of at a loss for words because it's just, you bring in, you think about it, and you brought in HaHa Clinton Dix, you cut him, you brought in Daryl Worley. I watched him get burned today. And again, I just feel like when you take the whole entire thing together, you, you address your concerns, like Reggie Robinson, like why are we not going to, I, I wonder, like, are we going to give him a shot? Like, he's, he hasn't been active yet, I don't believe. Trayvon I Diggs. This time, I believe that's a good move. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs is a guy who I'm, you know, excited for him. I think he has a lot of potential, but I think Dave Hellman said it best. Like, he's going to – it's going to get worse before it gets better because the offenses are going to target him because he's a rookie. And I think he'll grow into that, but that hasn't stopped this team from putting him in positions against really incredible players – 
to try and play up against them. So I'm, uh, you know, I think that he will meet the challenge, but I think it's going to be just that a challenge for a while. And it's tough because he's developing, but I don't know what the rest of this defense is doing because they don't really have the same excuse. Like they don't. So um, it just, it just feels disheartening. And you could talk about scheme all day. You could talk about them learning a new scheme, a new coaching staff, something more complicated, something less complicated. Guys, this isn't the only team in the NFL that has a new coordinator or has a new scheme that they're learning. And, you know, the Browns were in a similar position. So why aren't they having these massive issues? Like, I just, I feel like at some point, we have to get rid of the excuses and start to take accountability. Somebody do something. Yeah. So, but at least the rest of the NFC East continues to lose. Hey, that's the upside of all of this is listen, like apparently that we're still in the lead, which is hysterical. Um, Like this division is so garbage can. It's like, it's like you have to try. You like no one wants to win this division. Everyone's like, "F it!" Like, why would like? Let's all just be miserable and suffer together because that's apparently what we like to do. Like, I saw another stat that the Cleveland Browns it's have nine, and the Washington Football Team lost to the Ravens thirty-one to seventeen, and hopefully. At least the Washington football team got points up against the Ravens because the Ravens are damn good. So kudos to them for that. Yeah. Anyways, I saw a stat that the Browns uh, scored more points today than the Giants have scored all season. So that just tells you where things are going um, and where things are at in the NFC East. In conclusion. Ew. Basically. So, (laughs) um, guys, thanks for hanging out with us and just, you know, trudging through the misery but you know we'll take some silver linings as we can get them stack some little moral victories some wins uh not actual wins because we can't get those but other wins and yeah, what's that like um, try and see if we can pull something together before uh next week but well, if we lose to the giants i'm gonna lose my mind listen nothing's out of the picture anymore and it would be actual poetry in motion if that were to happen so let's not even like manifest that and throw that out into the universe like i can't even handle that in my mind um yeah wow no anyways thanks for hanging out with us um i'm sorry that your monday is probably not the best but you know what we're gonna come back to you on friday and we're gonna yell into the abyss together and get ready to beat the Jason Garrett Giants. And it's going to be okay because, like Meg said, it's pretty impossible to lose to them. So if we do, then, like, I don't have an answer for you. So um, that's all I have to say about that. But you can come hang out with us on Twitter, mourn this together, and, you know, yell in all caps. My username is at Kelsey underscore Charles. You can find Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's. Make sure you're subscribed to all the Blog and the Boys podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher. 
rate, review, subscribe. It really does mean the world to us. We do appreciate it. But until next time, Meg, lead the people with uh, what they want. Dallas forever, Philly for never. <laughs> Bye, guys.